It has now been a little more than two years since the first official case of COVID-19 was announced in this country. Since then, we've all witnessed the uncharted territory we've entered from lockdowns to a mass shift to remote work, masks to mandates, the development of vaccines to the ongoing threat of variants, as too many around the world remain unvaccinated. So where exactly are we headed in 2022? No one better to answer that question than Dr. Peter Singer, a special advisor to the Director General of the World Health Organization and adjunct professor of medicine at the University of Toronto. And he joins me now. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Ben, and uh, congratulations on your new show. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'll give you a very easy one to start, just because I think listeners may be fascinated to know I was fascinated. What is the role of special advisor to the Director General of the World Health Organization? Oh, well, I uh, essentially, I support the Director General, Dr. Tedros, who I think uh, most people know now. Um, uh, and that's really the role, whatever he needs. Um, I've put a lot of focus on strategy and, uh, and just helping him in any way uh, he needs, including through COVID. One of the areas I'm sure you discuss a lot is vaccine inequity. And I know I read a piece that you wrote earlier this month, um, an op opinion piece. And essentially, you said, when we end this pandemic is not a matter of chance, but of choice. What do you mean by that? Well, actually, that's something that uh, Dr. Tedros said. And what he means is that the pandemic will end. Pandemics always end. But when it ends is up to us. That's why he says it's a matter of choice. And it's about the choices we make individually to protect ourselves uh, with vaccination, with public health and, and, and other measures, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And it's about the choices we make as a global community to work together to ensure that no one is left behind, that uh, everyone in the world has a fair chance to be vaccinated and to receive uh, other measures like drugs and, and the public health and, and social measures. So it's how we work together as a world to end the pandemic. That's what he means when he says it's a matter of choice. We can choose to end the acute phase of the pandemic this year in all likelihood, but it's a choice we have to make by vaccinating the world and pursuing public health and, uh, and other measures and working together across countries. I know you put out a call in 2021 and then put out a similar call for 2022, which is really trying to awaken people everywhere, specifically in, in the developed world, or to the fact that vaccine inequity is a big problem and continues to be a big problem. Absolutely. Um, actually, just over a year ago, I said it would be the defining feature of uh, 2021, vaccine equity. You know, the, the just around the time the first... Uh, um, of the vaccines received emergency use listing from WHO. And um, to make a long story short, uh, it was the defining feature of 2021, and the world uh, failed at that defining challenge in 2021. And that's why in 2022, Dr. Tedros and WHO has set a goal of every country vaccinating 70% of their population by July of, uh, of, of 2022. So hopefully we'll learn some lessons from last year and do a heck of a lot better job uh, this year. You know, vaccines are a, a, a triumph of science, but a failure of humanity. If in Canada, 79% of the population, almost 80% is vaccinated, and across Africa as a whole, 11%. Um, I mean, that's a glaring moral failure 
it's a lot more than that, but at, at a minimum, it's also it's a huge moral failure. And for listeners to understand, I know you've pointed you pointed it out again in that opinion piece. But when we look at things such as Omicron and different variants, I mean that is the result of that failure, is it not? Yeah, there's two results of that failure. One is um, that uh, you know if it, the way to make variants is to let the virus um, transmit. And so uh, the more the virus transmits, the more likely it is that we'll have variants. So if we vaccinate the world and we dampen down the transmission, um, and that, of course, has to go along with public health uh, measures uh, that everyone knows about, uh, masking, uh, physical distancing, uh, limiting contacts, et cetera, because vaccines alone are not sufficient to control transmission. Um, uh, you know, if we vaccinate the world and do those other measures, we dampen down variants. So that's the first consequence of vaccine inequity. And, and, you know, the bottom line there is one of the best ways to protect Canadians, to keep Canadians safe, is to vaccinate the world. And we're not doing so well at that. There's 86 countries who vaccinated less than 40% of their population, 34 countries vaccinated less than 10%. But the second reason um, that it's bad to have vaccine inequity is the primary purpose of vaccines actually is to prevent serious illness, hospitalization, and death. And that vaccine inequity that I described, um, you know, 79% in Canada, 11% across Africa, that's associated with, with an awful lot of deaths. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, it really makes you wonder whether we truly believe uh, we are our brother or sister's keeper and we truly love our neighbor like we love ourselves. Um, when we're allowing these excess deaths to occur from the vaccine inequity, but also, and, and that's a, that's a, if you will, a charitable thing, but it's also an, obviously in our self-interest to solve it because uh, uh, no one wants to see another variant after Omicron. And by the way, the next letter is pi. And, uh, you know, we're leaving ourselves open to that by not vaccinating the world and not achieving vaccine equity. As a last question, I want to ask you what you made of what we see to be sort of vaccine fatigue, or at least fatigue with 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 the pandemic in general, and, and what kind of impact that could have if we start to let our guard down. Yeah, I mean, uh, the that's um, fatigue overall. the 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 key thing to realize here, Ben, is that uh, we may be tired of the virus. We're all tired of the virus, uh, but the virus is not tired of us. Um, and if we let down our guard on vaccination and on the other measures, including testing, the, the treatments, uh, the masks, the ventilation, the physical distancing, the limiting contacts, the staying home when you're sick, if we let down our guard, this virus has a, a bad habit of coming back and, uh, and biting us. And so on vaccination, we've got to share vaccines but we've also got to share the technology so countries can make vaccines by, uh, for themselves. And we've got, of course, deal with any of the distribution bottlenecks that are coming up. And on the public health and social measures, we have to be uh, quite uh, keep our guard up on those here and around the world to dampen down the uh, transmission in addition to the vaccination. So, um, you know, what I would say to people is... Um, I don't think any of us want to be the last person to die from COVID. This is going to end, but we may well have another variant. It's a bit of a, a wild card. 
the more the virus spreads, the higher that risk. We can do something about it. And uh, we have to have hope. But the one thing we shouldn't do is let down our guard because this virus has a habit of, uh, of exploiting the cracks between people and uh, exploiting the opportunities when, when we let down our guard. Dr. Peter Singer, very timely advice. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ben. Good to be with you.